Alright everybody, welcome to Unscripted Unlimited here on the Everything Unscripted Podcast Network. I forget that I host this show. Uh, uh, of course, I am your host <laughs> for this afternoon's broadcast, Doug Hummer, and of course, joined as always by my brother, Daniel. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm happy to be here. And of course, Sharon is here just in case we get something wrong. And Howdy! Uh feels the need to put us back in line. Yeah. So that'll be in about five minutes. All right. Uh, so today's episode is... It's a big one. Yeah. Tomorrow is the season finale of Big Brother 24. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be either Turner, Monty, or Taylor. It looks like it could be Turner or Monty. Spoiler alert. They, bo- they won the first two parts of the HOA, so they're going to be battling it out. Yes. So it doesn't look good for Taylor. So it also also doesn't look good for, well, my viewership. Because if it comes down to those two assholes, I'm telling them to fuck off and turn it on the Broncos 49ers game. I mean, turning it on upstairs. I'm not going to try to turn it on down here. But uh, <clears throat> so with that being, with tomorrow being the season finale, we're going to do a uh, Big Brother seasons, Big Brother U.S. seasons tier list. Yes. Uh, now I, I Dan, I'm gonna ask. Uh, <laughs> He's playing with something. Uh, so, uh, Dan, I wanted to ask you, uh, though, too. You've been getting it. Have you just watched the one season of Australia, or have you watched the other one that's on there? Too? Uh, I haven't seen the other one yet. We watched the 2020 season, so that was season 10, Sharon, I believe, I or so. 10 or 11, whatever, but. I was gonna put that on my list today, and I would I would put it at like are very good, which we're going with the Turnerism, so it would be fire. Yeah. But now, uh, now uh, how many seasons of Australia are on there? There's only two on there. There's been like eleven total. It's gotten canceled a couple times. Like it started in like around the time our Big Brother started in like the early two thousands, and then it got canceled once before, and I think it just got canceled again. So I think it might be done. Which is too bad because I really like the Australian version. Would you like like to see them possibly do the Australian version for the U.S. version? I would like, like, like to, change it up. I would like to see them bring some of the Australian version yeah. into ours. As, as far as switching up the, the format, I don't think we have the personalities over here to do it. Right. But I would like them to see, like, in Australia, they use... Big Brother as a personality. Yes, he, I would he is like a that. voice within the house. Yeah, and I think that is a great idea that yeah. I think would be utilized well in the diary room because yeah. that's how they really use it a lot in the diary room. But Big Brother is also the one telling them what to do, like meet in the yeah, you know, in the I, lounge. Or I like the idea of the uh, the challenge, just doing the challenges, and yeah. then you evict. Right after, right after yeah. like no veto, none of that bullshit. You nominate people. Nominate, because right uh, I would like to see them do like twenty house guests and do like a nominate because they do the nominations like every couple of days, right? Yeah, every three days. Right. So every and then days. it becomes like every day at the last night or something like that. But yeah, it was so sh- shorten it up a little bit. Yeah, and I'll touch on 
the Big Brother is a person, a personality, and like a living, breathing thing. I think would be very like because Julie does what Julie does, and I like Julie. A lot of people have bad things to say about her, and let's just call her the Chen Bot and stuff. I think she does what she needs to do, and she's fine. But like Big Brother being a personality, that to me that clears up all the issues of production and you yelling about production every week and everyone hating the producers of the show and stuff. If you just have them all like like take on the voice of Big Brother and that's how they're talking right. and they're being a little kind to it, a little but sweet. But they still have a host, so you, you're not totally getting rid of Julie Chen. No, you wouldn't be. No, she would still do like the interview after. And right. if you watch the live feeds, they do have Big Brother like Turner, go to the diary. That's their Big Brother. It's just a basic voice right. like Turner. But like, it, it, he's not like actually a part of the show like Australia's is. Right. And I agree. I think that would make it better. As far as... Uh, and I agree that it being shorter because they finish up Big Brother Aussie in about a month, right? About 30-something days. Yeah. A little over a month. So I think that format's interesting, and I don't know if I like it better or worse because I like both versions a lot. I like the slow burn of our Big Brother sometimes, and I do like that people have time to stew and the drama. But also, right. there's not one boring episode in Australia as compared to – a lot that we get in U.S. You do have boring moments, like around this time, the final five, final four, because there's not a whole lot going on. Right. And Big Brother Australia, you always have something impactful in every episode because it goes so fast. So there's always right. going to be something big, something intense. You're right. always going to have that drama. And, I mean, even if they don't want it at the pace of the Australia, I mean, still have a veto, but have the nominations yeah. the same day. You win HOH, you go right into the diary room and you make your pick. Yeah. Yeah. It is, I mean, it, it's an interesting good one. I like it for that show, and I think it works a lot. Right. I mean, it does not it, – because it doesn't give time for people to scot, or plot and scheme. And, right. and But some people like that show because of that too. So it, it's hard for me because I like both a lot. I don't know which one I would even like better. I'm glad that they both exist. I want Big Brother Australia to keep going. And I would not have mind an American version of that, but we still get our version too. I like both rule sets. So, like, how they format uh, our version, the U.S. version, it's obviously, so Thursday is like an eviction. And then uh, they do head of household Thursday night, nomination Friday, veto Saturday. Yeah. Uh, So they give them about a day. Instead of right away. And then the ceremony, the veto, the veto meeting is Monday. Yeah. And then, of course, you don't have another, you really don't have to do anything until Thursday. So how I would do it is like, in a, uh, so say like the whole show starts on like Wednesday or whatever, right? Because yeah. that's usually a premiere date. So I would do like the first competition that night. You have to make your nominations that night. You play your veto on Thursday. You make your veto meeting on Friday, and then they do an episode maybe Sunday, yeah. and that's when you evict. Yeah, no, I don't mind that either. I just and the the only thing I don't 
realistic because Australia, they do the same thing to where like, oh my God, I made it so far. Like, look, but like, it's like, it's been two weeks. Like right. a lot of people are gone and I, I understand, right. but with America, you do get that sense of, oh my God, they've been in this place for like three months. It is kind of grueling and being on slop and stuff. And they do like, to me, like when Australia are fucking bitching about food and rations, but then they get KFC. This is all happens in like a two day right. period. So. And that's what I would like to see too. Get rid of the have not rooms and stuff and bring back the um, food competition. Like yeah. they have to win do so much within a competition to get money to buy the food. No, I agree. As a group. Yeah, because right. they used to do that in America, too. They, right. Before... But it was it was a little different. They didn't have yeah. money to buy the group. They were playing for the week's food. Yeah. But this one, they have to pay for, get the money to go grocery, to shopping. Go grocery shopping. Yeah. Which makes it more seem like an actual house. And right. No, I agree. There's a lot of pros to Australia above uh, America. What, like I said... Every you don't get those filler boring moments where you're going to get in America because like this is every week and like it's very it's, sometimes it's like oh my god. And you let know. me just say, I thought I'm probably going to get canceled here. I thought this season America's U.S. version of Big Brother was rather boring. Yeah. So I found it refreshing. To watch to Australia. Watch Australia. So yeah. I wish there was more of the Australia version on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Um, but I was happy to have found an alternative, an alternative mm-hmm. yeah. to, to this season's Big Brother. Well, and, and that's the thing is that, like, as far as gameplay goes, I think it was a very boring season. Now, like, they brought the drama and all that shit, which is, to be honest with you, I hope we never hear from any of these 20, any of these, you know, well, no, I I want to hear more stuff from Taylor because I like Taylor. And to be honest with you, I like Michael. Uh, the rest of them, I hope I never hear from a fucking thing again. And if I ever run into him in the middle of the street, I better be driving. Well, what was hard about this season is that, and it's not to me, I, I would, dis- which everyone has their own opinion and I under- everyone's going to take the show differently. I would not call this a boring season. But I would also say that this season had the most entertaining moments and the most boring moment. Like I'd say it's the most inconsistent season of all right. time in my right. head. Cause there was moments that I'm like, there was episodes that are must see TV, like that double eviction with Michael, that was right. must see television right. to me. But then you have like boring slow weeks with the diet. But I feel like the only person really playing this year yeah. was Michael. Michael. Yeah. Until you, until now, now you have a couple people playing, but yeah. Michael was really the only one playing the game. You yeah. wanted to sell the TV when he got a Yeah, you were pissed. Yes, I was pissed because he was the only one that was making it. Yeah. I want to say interesting because of his record. Yeah. And then like, I was trying to tell you, it's like, well, you know, they did the right thing. And then I'm pretty sure I got told to pack my bags and move. But uh, to like, me, he was the only one playing good. Right. I would say. I think everybody was trying they to play. They were trying to play, but they stopped. Yeah, there was a lot of bad. But to, to me, that's what made it entertaining in spots because you get like the Daniel Taylor blow up, which I mean, no one wants someone to yell at a female, but that is entertaining television. Nobody that's, wants anybody to yell at anybody. Yell but at anybody it is. Fun. It's car crash TV. That's right. the to way. To be it honest goes. with you, that was the first good week of the season because yeah. you had you had the controversy. You yeah. had the controversy. You had Turner win. And then they developed a stupid Fessy Bessie twist, which Nicole was trying to use it to get Taylor out, and she was lying and trying to manipulate Taylor. Right. Yeah. And then uh, all this controversy, and then 
uh, you know, the guys are coming together like, wait a minute, Amir is going to beat all of our asses in this game. Yeah. We need to get so Amir was playing too. Amir was playing, but you can't tell me that the leftovers coming together wasn't one of the nicest, like best episodes. Like to me, that was fucking amazing. And I was like, oh, it's the, all these outcasts coming against the bullies. Because well, it one. started because that was it was that was in that episode. Yeah. Where Taylor got bullied by those two assholes. Yeah. Uh, and. Then all of a sudden, at the end of the episode, they hadn't done the veto meeting yet. Yeah. But the leftovers were formed, and then at the end of the episode, you have a mirror saying goodbye, Taylor. We'll see you later. Hey. It's like, oh, you have no idea what's coming, you cocky ass fucking bitch. Right. And you didn't know about Kyle yet, or that Monty was a dick yet. So like at the time when the leftovers got together, I thought it was like justice, and it was a really big moment. No, I wanted Monty dead. Well, good for you, but I I wanted I thought it was a really big moment. Oh, I thought no, it, it was a, it was a really big moment, but no, Monty's the one that started all the bullshit. Yeah, he started, but you also forgave him. Everybody forgave him. I know because I'm in the car with you every day. You weren't talking shit about Monty, uh, but not now you are like everybody else. But back then we all forgot about that shit. We blamed him for a while. Thought he was still a bit of a douchebag, but we gave him a pass because he was in the leftovers. Whether you want to admit it or not, that's the way it went. I was right next to you. I, I didn't forgive him until the leftovers were formed, yeah. Yeah, and that was like a week after. So we did forgive Monty, and we were like, okay. When the leftovers came together, to me, that was like, oh, my, like, this is a big moment in the season, and it was one of my favorite moments. And it was the first time that an underdog alliance had really been successful. Right. So you have moments like that in this season, and you, you have a bunch of other ones. That's too. actually when Monty redeemed himself. Because Monty was a dick up until that point. He's like, you know what, let's do this. Yes. But he was really just doing it for game and to benefit him. He never had good intentions the whole time, it seemed like. At least it it seemed like in my head. And also, Kyle, without – I'm not touching on the racism stuff too much. And I I don't really want to talk about that because – He's a douchebag. He fucked up, and it seems like he's trying to learn and get better and grow. And they really solved that in the show. So good for that. I don't think there's that much that two middle-aged white guys can really say meaningful about the subject. But the only thing I'm going to say is I don't think he's racist. I just think he's stupid. And that's what he said too. But it's not up to us. But his game before that was a very entertaining game because it, it was. was so sloppy. It, it was, was it was a shitty game. It was so. Stupid. But him making alliances, breaking them, and then saying fuck you to everybody. Like, it was actually a pretty fun game to watch. Right. Had, I, had they gone through with the plan. Because yeah. remember, like, Turner's second HOH, Turner was just like, I'm going to take the easy route out. We're going to get, we're put Terrence in a list up. The leftovers are back together. I need to make sure that these, ass, that these guys are not going to come after me because I was behind Joseph getting evicted. So let's just get Terrence and Alyssa out of here. And then Kyle fucking wakes him up at whatever time in the morning and goes, no, dude, here's what you're doing. Yeah. Should we just start with this season since we're already talking about it? Might as well. I mean, Eric puts it as very good. I, Which, that's not our tiers. Oh, well. And he's fucked because we have six tiers this time. Yeah. But uh, we have Super Mega Bussin'. Because we're doing it on Turnerisms. Yeah. Super, super Mega Bussin', which would be Elite. Fire, which would be very good. Bussin', Mid, which would be Mediocre. Ass, and then Discussin'. Okay. So, Super Mega Bussin'. I'll take fire. away Bussin' and just have Fire, because then it's five categories that we can put. Erickson. Okay. Right. So, Super Mega Bussin', 
fire mid ass at and discussing. Yeah. All right. One, two, three, four. Yeah. All right. So he has this season at uh, fire. All right. Uh, to be honest, and that's what I'm saying because there, there we had moments like everything I just stated, but we also had moments like last week when none of us gave a fuck. None of us were watching the live updates. Brittany was going home and nobody cared. Right. And that's the thing that's like gives Australia the edge up because you, the format doesn't give you time to have those boring moments where this one does, where it's a done deal, Brittany's going home, and there's nothing else to really talk about. Exactly. And you had the dire fest when they split the two. That was like the biggest twist that it could have been really good, but it just sucked. And having two final fives at two different times was incredibly boring. I thought it would have been cool, and it was a cool concept, but it just didn't work out. Joseph, but you had entertaining characters this season. You had your Jasmines. You had your – which – she made the show entertainment-wise for a while with her fucking muffin and, and getting hurt and, and fucking using – and even admitting that it's like, if I got to hobble my way to the final two, I will. Like, she's like – she knew that she was taking advantage of it. She was making people cook for her. Like, right. She was the ultimate – I think they said in the recap yet. Yeah, we didn't watch the recap episode because they usually don't have much besides, like, little fun stuff to happen. Right. But – uh she was like, I'm the queen ant, and everybody else is the worker's ant, and they got to provide for me. So, like, she really leaned into that role and calling everybody, you know, like a chicken wing in an air fryer and her her little phrases that I've never heard any – like, I know about, like, those – like, I know about catchphrases, and I know Southerners say stuff like that, and that's what at least parodies of them do. I haven't even heard a parody say some of the shit she was saying. You look better than a chicken wing in an air fryer, Julie. Yeah. I've like, never heard, heard that thing. You look prettier than a hat back and baby back ribs. It's like, like, ribs are delicious. Do they look that pretty? I no. think they look good. <laughs> I don't know if they look pretty, though. Yeah. Uh, so you had Jasmine. You had kind of the favorites, like Joseph. People really liked him. He he might end up actually winning America's If she wins player. the game, I think he will. If not, Taylor's winning. You had basically the first, like, actual, like, protagonist of the season in a very long time in Taylor. Yeah. Uh, people fucking love her. She's won reality TV awards over Kim Kardashian from certain outlets and stuff. Now, like, and the, here's the thing, and, like, she kind of got put in the, in the victim role, obviously, because of stuff that happened. Yeah, because she was treated unfairly. She was treated unfairly, and, like, at first, like, I really didn't like her, because, to me, she just looked kind of condescending, but then, like, he got to see her a little bit, and it's like, you know, she's not that bad. I hope these pieces of shit that are living in this house with her but are Yeah. And I agree with you. And that's also and that's and that's fine. And and someone could come across that way. I think the issue and this is another subject that we can't or we don't really need to be talking I mean we do everyone needs to be having those conversations, but I don't know if there's much that you and me can add to that conversation. But it seems like oh a, a black woman that's kind of empowered and, and, you know, sure of herself. Oh, she's a condescending bitch. That's how it seems right. from the beginning. Right. And, oh, she's she's just going to fucking blow everybody up. What We've watched Taylor for 70-something days now. Yeah. What makes you think she's going to blow up about anything? Getting to she know hasn't her. blown up about... She's cried, but has she blown up, got really angry and told everybody to fuck you? Besides her, like, fake yell at Kyle with the whole Alyssa thing. But she was doing that like a, so they people didn't know. It was a stupid plan, but right. she's never blown up. 
And she never, all she's ever shown anybody is grace and loving. She's sarcastic. She has our sense of humor. Right. Which, uh, yes, I understand that rubs people the wrong way, but she's a little sarcastic. Oh, she's not, I, I know it rubs people the wrong way. She's not this bitchy fucking monster. And the fact that people just, like, portrayed, like, put that on her, whether it was, like, biases or what it was, it was just wrong. And she wasn't really given a fair shot. Here's what it was. You had Paloma, who's probably, Taylor, I would say, is, like, a, a 10 out of 10, maybe 9 and a half. I, I agree. I don't th- I know, and I know what you're about to say. I don't think it's all female cattiness, though. I think that's at least seventy percent. But the dudes were in on it too. What's Monty jealous of on Taylor? Uh, my, no, Monty's just stupid. I don't think so. Uh, I think you got to dig a little deeper than I just mean, say somebody's you dumb. Ne- you never know. Like maybe he just like I, maybe he was also like trying not to. I think he's a toxic person. I don't think you can can just say he's just stupid. That can't be an excuse. I know. I, I, I no. I I, I would stupid. never want to like be anywhere near him, like whatsoever. Like I said, unless he's walking in the middle of the street and I happen to be driving a car. But uh, like a lot of it was female cattiness, but it's also just like. Nobody took the time to get to know her because they're just like they were all once they were the, jealous of her right, right from the start. Jealous opinion, and judging, yeah. Once the opinion got formed, nobody likes to really change their opinions. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, and I agree. And and it's 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 still wrong. It's still fucked up. And you're right on that. But we had Taylor. We had an overall protagonist that we could root for every week, and she went through danger. She was on the block seven fucking times, six times, something like that, and she still, you know, kept going. You don't eat till five, Peanut. Uh, and you had Michael, which one of the best competitors ever. Right. You don't get that in a lot of scenes. And you, when the, when you first look at Michael, you, you don't, don't see, see a competitor. No. And that's what I found funny is he tried to make alliances with people like that first day, yeah. but nobody wanted anything to do with Not him because all. they didn't think he was going to be able to, to compete against a Joseph in a Monty. Yeah. He, they just... Remember, Terrence tried to make an alliance the first day, too, and he tried to align himself with Jasmine, and Jasmine <laughs> no. was just like, no. Yeah. No, but... Sharon's got a very good point yeah. there. No one wanted to work with him, and then he wanted to cut. Like, even Pooch, it was Pooch and uh, Turner or something. He tried to do something with them, and, and then they were they didn't give him the time of fucking day. And right. then the next week when Pooch was in trouble, like, hey, we got that alliance. And Mike was like, no, we don't. You fucked me off. Right. <laughs> like, you told me to eat a dick. Well, remember, he was uh, put into that stupid pose pack. Yeah, he uh, was. He became one of Poe's hoes. Uh because it was going to be Pooch, but then uh, Paloma decided she didn't like Pooch either. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, he, he got put into that. And you could almost tell, though, he really wanted nothing to do with any of that. Like, he was, he was going to play his own game. Him and Brittany were going to do their own thing. Uh, he wanted to be very close with Taylor. Yeah. Uh, even though, yeah, he said a couple of things about her too but also too when you're in a room full when you're in a room full of like 10 other people making fun of somebody it's either you start making fun of them too or you get made fun of yourself right nine times out of ten you're gonna pick the former yeah uh no he he only said like one or two things and he expressed to the cameras that he deeply regretted those after yeah so uh, but you had a Michael that was really like he's he tied Janelle for the most comps in history, and he's one of the 
I think well, him he, just he broke the record for the veto. He broke the veto record, and he almost beat the overall record. So he you had, and you don't get a lot of players like him. So we did have some special uh, characters in, in this season, and even like you had villains in Daniel and the Cold that made things interesting with how fucking nuts. They Daniel and the Cold, Terrence, and if Paloma would have stuck around instead of wanting to take you know to leave Self the show, of it, so, yeah. Yeah. Start her brothel. Oh, okay. uh, she, uh, you know, she would have been a good villain. To, like, I really give a fuck if people get mad at me for making fun of Paloma. I make fun. Well, you of crazy. Be, you, you can make yeah, yeah. mental health yeah, I make yeah. fun of crazy bitches all the time. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm a platform. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, she 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 could have been a character, but she didn't. Uh, she left. So. I don't. To me, she wasn't even in the season. No. I mean, she she caused bullshit for Taylor, and she yeah, fucked her and over. But, and, but you know, unfortunately, mental health things take over. Uh, which she did what she had to do though to to leave. Like she made the best decision for herself. Because who knows what she would have been going through if she was still there. There you go. So she made the right decision. You're you're right. Way to bring it back. But uh, <laughs> see, I still hate her fucking guy. And that's fine. You have every right to. But uh, season 24 goes in fire for me. Yeah. Because I, I think there was really good moments that make it like, but it can't be super mega busting because there was really shitty moments too. Yeah. I almost want to put it in mid. But if Taylor wins, I think it might be one of the best seasons. And that's almost like a, you, you scripted it. Almost. It's a, well, which is what a lot of people are thinking. A lot of people think that, is, you know, well, people have said for years that Big Brother scripted. Yeah, they can put on their tinfoil hat and go fuck them. Well, because it, the point of last year, how the cookout were able to... Yeah, maybe they're good at the game. That it, I actually think that that is the truth, that they're good at the game. But there's a lot of people online that are saying, oh, you know, the cookout was able to accomplish their goal last year. Nobody's been able to do that. So, you know, production had a lot to do with that. And it's like, if production had a lot to do with that, then the rumors of one of the producers telling Derek X, play in the fucking roulette, yeah. would have actually, like, Derek would have played in the roulette. You get, uh, yeah, I don't know. Production is obviously, and, yeah, obviously, stepped into some <laughs> situations, but to think that the whole show... Is uh, rigged. I think you got to be a little moronic. But when they say that, that reality, because even a couple of the house guests this year said reality TV is it, it, reality no, it's TV not. isn't real. But this is one of the closer ones to it because you're literally on fucking camera watching them live as it's happening. There's nobody in the back telling them. you got the feed cuts and stuff, but it's not like they're pulling them into a room. Say the diary rooms are more scripted than the live feeds. Yeah, well, and also too, you got to remember that there's only four cameras that they show on the live feeds, and yeah. if you know you don't have, if you only have like two people in each room, that's four people that are unaccounted for. Yeah. Now again, they might be taking a poop or you know taking a shower or. Uh, you usually have most of the cameras on most of the people, though, unless something's happening. Yeah, which would usually be either there's somebody sleeping or, again, they're doing something privately that, you know, you can get canceled for showing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fire. What's the next season? Do uh, you want to go in order? Or do you I mean, order? we already ruined that, so. All right, let's do season uh, 
Let's do season six. All right. Season six. Eric has it at Super Mega Bussin, by the way. Season six? Yeah. To me, that's when the prime of the show really started. I think six to about 15 is when I think that's my favorite era of the show. And, uh, and then 15 and on, I would say, is Modern Big Brother, and you, people like it, people hate it, whatever. But season season six, and Janelle, and Howie, and the against the friendship, or the nerd herd, or whatever, was really compelling TV. Janelle was like a, a reality star, and she just had the look. She was hot, and, you know, she was fierce. Everybody liked her. And then you had, you know, big personalities like Howie. You also had, like, low-key masterminds that played the middle, like James. Who he was on my favorites list. Which, by the way, like Janelle, when Janelle did the Amazing Race, she did it with uh, your girl Brittany. Yes. That is like the, did she? Yeah. yeah. They sucked, but yeah. And the funny thing is, and admittedly, they said they got like lost all the time. It was funny. The funny thing is, is that like it doesn't actually seem like the two of them would hang out at all. Mm-hmm. Because Janelle's one of the popular, the popular pretty girls, and Britney's one of the more sarcastic. I make fun of the girls with fake tits, girls. Uh, she's a pretty girl too. But no, yeah. she she is very pretty. I'm just saying is that in high school, you it would, doesn't seem like they would hang out. Yeah, they would not hang out in like a high school. Uh, Britney would be the one throwing a fucking tomato with Janelle's fake tits. Yeah. So, but, like, the fact that two of them got to hang out, and then, like, in season six, like, in season, if Brittany were around for season six, she would have been part of that nerd her. She should have been. But, like, that season, why Kaser gets brought back for, like, all-star seasons and all that, I have no fucking <laughs> clue. He wasn't that good. I mean, he made a really good move when he got that Eric out. I'll admit that, because Eric was trying to run the house. And I like that scene when he did when Maggie's like, "You sealed my fate," and he's like, "No, I sealed your partner's fate. I took the bigger fish." And he's like staring her in the eyes. That was like a really big moment in that season. Yeah. So like, and the one thing you want to do is you don't want to let a ball let a ball person get too cocky. You know, once you do that, you got to kick him in the balls and yeah. kick him back down the thighs. But like, uh, with, but with Kaser. You know, even though, yeah, he took Eric out, it's like the next week. Because Maggie won eight to eight the next week, right? Yeah. And then took him out. And then a couple other things happen. And then America votes him back. And then uh, they decide, they're like, oh, no, this motherfucker ain't coming back for too long. Let's get him the fuck back out of here. Yeah. So, like, he got, like, America wasted their vote. Almost. They did. But as far as, like, where I would rank it, I would almost say, because I thought the season was good, but I just, like, I got tired of Howie. Yeah, I mean, him calling April Busto. To me, Howie wasn't as infuriating in this season as he was in seven. I think that's when he the bully really came He up. kept saying he was going to drive to April's house, beat the shit out of her husband, and cook her dog. Yeah. Like, I thought that was kind of funny, though. That's some shit, I mean, you would say. Well, the SPCA is going to be all over your ass. I thought it was, I thought it was funny. He was, Howie was fucking entertaining if he wasn't he was. anything. He was an obnoxious asshole. He was a dick and a villain, but he but was. he was, he was funny. Yeah, he was funny to watch. And was also, like, not even funny, but like. I don't I, want to say it funny. He was entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, 
and I didn't look, really like that April either. No, but no, I, did, I did feel bad for her that you had this big idiot who pretty much, like, if April would have walked in front of him naked and said, put it in me right now, he would have because he was that fucking horny. Well, that's the thing. And the friendship was so unlikable. People didn't like that group of women, especially the Yvette. People fucking hated her because she was so snappy and ready to go. But, uh, the, the, like, April wasn't really that bad. The only problem that, and the, how we only started the Busso stuff after three weeks of getting lied to his face. And, like, they really fucked him over when Maggie, and it was a great move on Maggie, and to me, reason she deserves to have won the game is how she convinced him to put up, uh, what's his name? To put up James and, uh, his girlfriend instead of their numbers. Even though they were clear going against each other, she's like, this is what you should do. And, and how he did it. And, and that changed the course of the game pretty much. And, and the friendship kind of started leading after that. And that was a great move by Maggie. Yeah, and but then like the fact that, uh, you know, Howie and Janelle were able to stay in the game as long as they did. Because yeah. their numbers were down. Because it was just the two of them versus uh, Maggie and Yvette and Bo. And April, right? So at one point it was four against two. Yeah, I think, right? And, and but you also have James playing the middle because a vet was doing everything she could to save James, and James was doing everything he could to tell to basically say whatever he could about everybody behind everybody's back. Yeah, which he should have won the damn season. But where I would rank it, I would just say that. Uh, Honestly, I would just say fire. Yeah. I mean, Eric said, like I said, Eric said super mega bussin'. Uh, and first of all, we talked about Kesar. He was very important to have him on the show at the time when he did get put on the show. No. And I, what he did for Arab Americans. No, no I know gameplay-wise. I know, I know you agree. I'm not saying it's not a counterpoint. It's just an additional point that he, he was very important to have on the show and, and then showed by America voting for him to come back. Like that was huge. And, and to me that like meant a lot. So, but his gameplay wasn't great. I just wish either that, like, his gameplay was like, you know, people uh, talk shit about Taylor's gameplay now. Same thing. All right. But Taylor's so beloved that everybody's going to look that a lot of people like 85% of the audience is going to look past it. Yeah. Like, 85% of the audience is going to look past the fact that Kaser had actually had no idea what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. But... He was just a little too trusting. Yeah, he should not have... Tr- what, what was that? Uh, Jennifer? Yeah, I think He so. should not have trusted her. Yeah, he fucked up. Uh, you put it in fire, he goes super mega bussin'. Yeah. We'll go fire. Okay. Because I think it did kind of start the prime of the show. And it started to really mean a lot. And after that, it, it went on like another, like a five, six, seven year run of like great seasons. So, but I don't think it's quite super mega Boston. All right. What's the next one? All right. So the next one I'm going to bring up, Eric says that this season is uh, ass. Okay. 18. Oh, uh, I wouldn't go ass because. Oh, wait, or wait, no. Uh, is it which is uh, the bottom tier? Is it ass or discussing? Discussing. All right. So he says discussing. Oh, he thinks it's the worst one ever. Yeah, because he put garbage, and garbage is worse than anything, right? Yeah. Ass would be meh. 
on that. Yeah. Uh, why? 18? Yeah. Stopped watching midway through the season. Okay. Well, these are his uh, cliff notes. Well, good for him. Uh, I thought... I don't see how 18 was that bad because you... First of all, Victor battled his way back like five fucking times was fun. Uh, Nicole kind of scheming and plotting in her back in the house. It was cool to see James again. It was, it was uh, Davon. You know, she she had did a lot that season, and people really love her in the community, and a lot of that's because of that season. I mean, I'm glad Frank came back. I wish he would have done more and not, you know, been yeah. such a fucking hit. <laughs> I wish he would have uh, not channeled his dad. Yeah. I enjoy Paul's game more in 18 than I do in 19 because I don't really – like the ringleader running everything is more boring to me than the fact that he pulled it off for so long. I mean, personally, I wanted Vic to win the season because nobody should come back in the house two fucking times and not win the damn thing. Yeah. The poor bastard got evicted three times. He still didn't make it to final two. Uh, but he also won HOHs and put people up and didn't give a fuck. You had entertaining personalities like Michelle. Jesus Christ. You, Michelle, who was the big baby, uh, what did they call her? Big Meech? And she was always yeah. crying and shit. Oh, my God. She was, she was st- like, even in the jury yeah. round table, when everybody's talking bad about it, and they go, oh, my God, guys, you're going to make me cry. Yeah. No, just stop. She didn't like Nicole, though. Yeah, because she was talking shit about Nicole, and everybody was bringing up, it's just like, well, she's there, and she's going to win, and then she's like, oh, I didn't. I can't handle this. Yeah. I'm gonna cry. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Paul, like, remember when Paul called her the c word? Yeah. <laughs> I remember her telling everybody that in jury. She's like, mm-hmm. yeah, he called me uh And then even uh, Paulie, who uh, is definitely not the uh, president of the feminist group, yeah. uh, even he's just like, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah. He was a dipshit. I mean, Polly, and that was entertaining too. Polly's like downfall from grace because he was like kind of running the game for a bit and he had good standing. And then he just fucking like went completely down. He, he treated Zakia like shit. He treated Zakia like shit. He hated, uh, like the way he, uh, Natalie. Yeah. The way he was treating Natalie. And like the fact that like when, uh, he looked at James and said, look, you're putting up Bridget and Frank. And James was like, I gave Bridget my word. She's not going up. I don't care. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Like, you're do- you're doing it. Uh, and, you know, first of all, like, uh, with James, because I'm pretty sure James can handle his own. Like, James picked a fucking fight in season 17 with a six foot, with a six foot five college football player. Yeah, sure. Okay. Don't give a fuck. So, like, I guarantee you, uh, Paulie is not six foot five. I guarantee you, he's not a fucking no, college too. football player. So, uh, so I'm pretty sure James would have an easier time kicking his ass than he would have Clay's. Most likely. So, like, when somebody looks at you and says, "Oh no, you're going to do what I tell you." You look back at them when you know you could beat their ass and be like, I don't think so, motherfuckers. I made a fucking promise of, if you want to be a chauvinistic jackass, that's your thing. But it's my HOH, not yours. Please go fuck yourself. Yeah. 
Uh, but no, like season 18 for me, like it, I really don't have anything bad to say about Nicole, except for, you know, listening to her voice, the term mousy bitch comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think I really wanted Victor to win the season. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd say it was maybe mid. I would. I would say. Well, this is our own list. Fuck that. We can. We can add Bussin too. I would put it in Bussin because I don't think it's fire. I don't think it's fire, but I don't think it's as bad as he says it is. Yeah. I actually kind of like that season. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I don't know if it's fire, but I do think no, it was No, I good. wouldn't say fire, but it had its very entertaining moments. Yeah, I mean, for, mo- for Modern Big Brother, it wasn't that bad, actually. And if you think about it. And I'll just never forget, because Victor really thought he was all that. Yeah. And I just remember he was talking with another dude, and Nicole was there, and he just nonchalantly takes his shirt off as yeah. the in front of Nicole. Yeah. And I thought that was so funny because she had a different boyfriend at the time. Oh yeah, Corey. But ends up marrying him in the long yeah, run. Yeah. So I just, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, what's, also, funny. what's also funny too is you know, Davon and James came back from season seventeen, right? Yeah. Well, the sister of a season seventeen player. T- uh, yeah, Tiffany. Was there Tiffany, who was Vanessa's sister? She sucked. She sucked. But you had to think that. That Devon and James are just like we're finally getting back at Vanessa right. by getting her sister out of here. I mean, her sister was nowhere. Or, well, her sister won one competition, right? I don't remember. She won a, a roadkill comp. Oh yeah, those, those stupid things. Okay, so yes, she won, but she was nowhere near the player her sister was. But still, you had to think that that felt good for James and Davon, who were both basically played by Vanessa. Right. And it's like, okay, cool. We get to do, you know, we get to set, we basically get to. Uh, Davon was actually trying to work with her until she started acting shady. Uh, Tiffany started acting shady? Yeah. Well, no, because Tiffany went and uh, said she wanted to start working with Frank, even though she didn't like Frank. Yeah. And then that's when I think. After Davon. Yeah. Davon didn't like that. Well, I wouldn't really <laughs> like that either. Davon, and, and trust me, I do not like Davon, but her segments in the jury house were fucking hilarious. Yeah, this is the infamous fight with her and Polly too, with season 18. Her Polly and uh, Zakia, yeah. because she basically called Zakia no good, a no good backstabbing hoe. She was supposed to be my friend. I remember that. Yeah. Uh it was, it was good. You had and Paul played a really good game and probably deserved the one to win. I don't think he really got robbed like people think he did. He probably got robbed more the next season. But because Nicole did play a strategic game. But uh, yeah, I thought it was actually a pretty good season. So I go Boston. I would say the same thing. All right, it's your show. What do we got next? Uh, let's do a season that I know you really like. What is it? Because he was you, in your opinion, you think he's the goat. Yeah. So we're gonna do season ten. Okay. Yeah. The the first appearance of Dan Geesling. By the way, Eric says that this is super mega bussin. To be honest, I would agree and put it in super mega bussin. I don't. I and I wouldn't just do that for Dan. I think that this is one of the the whole house fucking hated each other. And that's what made the – this is like one of the most drama-filled houses we've ever had because everybody could not stand each other. Nobody meshed. 
Jerry was fucking screaming at everybody. He had a 75-year-old man who was stuck in his ways and talked shit. You had Remy, who was like a mom, basically our mom, and she was in there. You had like a hot waitress in Keisha. You had Memphis, who called himself a mixologist. He was a bartender. But I guess mixologists are, are very, you know. Well, more, I mean, that's what they're technically called now. Yeah, they're more esteemed. But he, like, and you had you had Memphis, and he was kind of this kind of, like, dumb, like, you know, jock type guy, party yeah. guy. And it was just, it was, and Jesse, this is the first appearance of Jesse, fucking, uh, what do you call himself again? Mr. Pectacular. Mr. Pectacular. He was such an ass, and he was like, "Listen, like," and he would talk so serious. He's like, "Listen, I know people are jealous of me. I get it. <laughs> just the way he like talks. It's like, dude, he was so up in his own ass." And he said, he told Julie that he was the farthest thing from arrogant when she asked him. It was funny is that like McRae and Janelle on their podcast, we were talking about because uh, Janelle went to the AEW show a couple months back when they were in Minneapolis. Yeah, because Austin invited. Yeah. You know, Luchasaurus. And uh, she said that Luchasaurus is probably the best wrestler to ever come out of Big Brother. <laughs> and she's like, I know Mr. Pictacular uh, is uh, going to hate that. And McRae, who's a huge wrestling fan, yeah. goes, look, I've seen Jesse wrestle many times. The only time he's ever actually good at wrestling and or, or like is ever enjoyable as far as watching wrestling goes is when he's getting the shit beat out. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you had Jesse, you had Libra and like lot, like personalities that were ready to go at each other. And that April and Ollie and Ollie was like, so he was so proper the whole time. And so like polite and this polite young man. And then the whole shit with dad happened when he fooled them. And then the fucking like, badass came out. He's like, fuck all you motherfucker. And he's like throwing shit. And, and it, it was What just... about that Michelle who went nuts like when she got put up? Michelle. Michelle? I think, right? I don't know. Curly, uh, curly hair. Okay. Uh, she went, uh, when Dan got, was told to... Oh, it. Michelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was the one that uh, got pissed off at... Uh, uh, Libra for taking the Hawaii vacation and she got put in that red unitard and she was all upset about it. Yeah. I remember that. Well, she got mad at Dan too because like when Dan fooled Ali, Michelle's the one that got put up. Yeah. But I'm talking about the moment because uh, there was like an opportunity. It was one of those vetoes where there's prizes and punishments. Yeah. And Libra had a chance to take uh, a letter from her family, but she took the Hawaiian vacation and she took it away from Michelle and Michelle was fucking pissed about it. And that never calling, happened. She was calling her a deadbeat mom and all. Yeah, but, like, Taylor's reaction to Alyssa is, like, child's play compared to this. Like, in the live show, uh, Julie's asking Libra questions, and Michelle's behind her making faces. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Oh, yeah, we got to pull up the clip after this. Who, I don't even remember who Michelle was. It was her. Let's see. Let's get her picture. Oh, yeah, she was a waitress or something. Right? Yeah, something like okay. that. And she she had, like, a Boston accent or Brooklyn. Yeah, something like yeah, that. yeah. And, but she was, like, behind Libra, like, hey, 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 put in your vacation. And, like, on the live show, it was fucking hilarious. And she was very, yeah, she, Dan, Dan's strategy worked. He won on a unanimous vote. He's the GOAT. He's the greatest fight. He fooled her, and he got Ali to get to, 
basically fuck her over. Right. Well, I mean, he did it, but... Well, let, let me ask you guys this. Would you like to see, like, an all-star season done in the style of of Australia? Oh, that would be good. Yeah. And would you think that uh, Giesling should be on it? Because he technically is one of the greatest players. Yeah, I don't think you can do an all-star anything without him. And, right. I, and we'll get to it. I think one of the reasons all-stars sucked was not everybody felt like all-stars on there. Right. So Dan would obviously add to it. But I also, I don't know if it's possible. I don't think, I think playing the game twice is very hard because you can't utilize the same shit because these people have seen you already. Right. So it, it, it's hard. He to, almost succeeded. He did. But that's why he had to play so messy his second time. He didn't play as messy here. He, he didn't piss as, uh, quite as many people off as he did the first, uh, the second time. He played really strategically. He, like, let Jerry talk shit about him and let go. You will always be Judas to me. And it just – and he would maneuver his way out of situations. Dan's the best because he – it's not like a Derek to where he never got put on the block. His back was always against the wall, and he made it out somehow. And that's more respectable of a game to me when everyone's against you and you still make it happen. Right. And then they end up all voting for you to win. Like, that's pretty cool to me. Right. So, Dan – Super mega bustin', right? Yeah, super mega bustin'. And he's a big reason why Brian, who was going to be the guy, and he's one of the first examples of playing the game too hard, too fast, to where he tried to influence Jerry, and he's like, oh, I got it all. Uh, I'm running this thing. And then they all cooped him. And... Brian, is that Ollie? No, Ollie fucked Brian over. Oh. Brian was, uh, he was like Dan's buddy in the first one, and he okay. thought he was running shit. I forgot his name. But he was, like, one of the first guys to play it way too hard. Like, he thought he was running things. He went around and told people, no, you're good. We already have a target for this week. And then Ollie and April and all them were like, let's go up. And then they went up to Jerry and was like, you have to put Brian up. Even though Jerry was working with him. They're like, we're against Brian now. You have to put him up or you're up next week. And Jerry's like, okay, I guess I have to do this. So Brian got fucked over. But, yeah, BB-10. All right, next up, you already brought it up. We might as well do All-Stars. Disgusting. That's what he said. That's what Eric says, too. All-Stars 2, right? Big Brother 22? 22, yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. I do think that if they do All-Stars again, I mean, I don't think they would actually do it this way, but I do think they need to do it in the style of Australia. Yeah. Because I think that would be fun. It would be less boring trying to see these people yeah. like, cause I think some of the people that would come back that would do really good in like the Australia style challenges. Yeah. Uh, but like it, with 22, the issue was like you said, not a lot of people felt like all stars. Well, yeah. David Alexander from fuck it. And I understand the shit that got, and that's when biases and stuff were really getting put to light. And I understand the reason, cause he didn't really get, a chance to play so let's give him but this is all-stars he's not one of the best players to ever play the game he's not an all-star he's just somebody you're bringing i mean back. he lasted a while in this one yeah because he was so bad at the game and he proved it he didn't know how to play yeah. and he kept making bad moves he, he proved that he wasn't that good so david alexander didn't belong there really davon i love davon is she an all-star uh, it's hard to say she's one of the favorites but is she an all-star uh, Zik, that's Zakia. Uh, Keisha? Keisha. Keisha. Well, she made it to the final four. Maybe she's an all-star. I don't know if Bailey was an all-star. 
Oh, no, I wouldn't say Bailey. But you all. also can't get mad at them either because we, we want to have more African-American presence, and you really haven't they, – they only have like one or two in each season, so who's an I, All-Star? I still say Kaser had no business being on there. Yeah, but he was in the first All-Stars too. Yeah. Janelle, bringing Janelle back for the 90th time. Uh, and I love Janelle, but – and she belongs there, obviously. She belongs there, but – that was her fourth time on the show. Well, that was, well, I wouldn't consider that David an all-star. He got out the very first – he was the first eviction on his season. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. He was the first eviction. He, he didn't belong there. That's what I'm saying. He didn't belong there. And even, like, Davon, her first time, she made it to jury. She was the first one in jury on season 18. Yeah. So was Bailey, right? First yeah. or second to jury. So it's like, are these really all-stars? And there was even a like Memphis. It's been ten years since his season and shit. Like there was just a bunch of old people. I mean, I don't think Enzo should have been on there either. But he was entertaining as all hell in this season. And also, he pretty much proved that he is one of the biggest fucking Stooges. I've said before that if they ever redid the Three Stooges movie, they could just cast him for all Three Stooges. He's that big of a fucking stooge. And then you have things that, like, Tyler can't play his game twice. His lying final two with everybody that was so entertaining in 20. He can't play this. No, you can't play that. No, you can't try that again. So he wasn't going to be as successful. And, like, it just felt like Taylor made for Cody to win. Like, it's like that would have been my prediction. That's the way it went. And it's like, cool. But, like, and and Cody kind of ran the house, and Cody and Derek finally got what they wanted, so now they can have a Winter Circle podcast. (laughs) But that one felt more scripted than anything. So, uh, and and I love Derek and Cody in their season. Uh, Now I think they just kind of have some bad takes, but I do enjoy them. Uh, Not their bad takes. I enjoy, I think as as guys, they're probably all right. But the... Cody didn't deserve to win. I mean, he me. did, Derek did apologize for one of his bad takes. Yeah, he did. Because he got taken the task for saying that Terrence is a good guy. Well, I just think, and I don't like, they, they read comments and then backtrack on stuff. And I, I just, it, that that isn't for me. But that that's neither here nor there. I, I do still I, I enjoy those two. Uh, Cody, and it just felt like he was like Cody to prove himself, and that was the storyline. And oh, he felt like an idiot from the first time, so he's got to prove himself and win. And he did, and that was, but that was the only storyline. And a lot, it just, it wasn't fun. It was boring. The committee, it was another majority alliance thing yeah. to where the committee ran everything. We stopped halfway through, or like at final five, we we're like, we can't fucking do this anymore. So it's just, if if you stop watching which I never really do, especially with these seasons. I love Big Brother. You, it's got to be shitty, so it's disgusting. Okay. Uh, Good for Cody. He finally got his win, but season sucked. Let's go back to earlier on. Let's go uh, season five. Drew. Uh, now, Eric says that it, that it was fire. I, I actually don't agree. I would put it at uh, bus. Well, here's – and I, I'm not disagreeing with Eric, and here's why. Nicobus is one of my favorite players to ever play the game. I don't know if she was on my list, but Nicobus was amazing. Her and Cowboy and the whole long-lost sibling thing was a cool thing to put in there. Drew and Diane and all that stuff I could do without. I didn't really like Drew. I thought he was another. He's a white meat, white meat baby face, basically. 
as you would call him in wrestling. He's just this bland white dude. Right. And he was a twin, but uh, and the twins in the house, that was the first time they did the twin twist with Adria, whatever her name was. And they were... Julia, I think. Yeah. They were fun. And when they went crazy on their HOH, it was interesting. Right. Marvin was a fucking national treasure. Uh, he, he was great. I love Marvin. It is black and mild that he never smoked. Uh, and, and he's like, and he like would play into the fact that he was the only African. And he's like, this is what all these stupid fucking white people want to see. Right. This is what I'm gonna, and like, I remember him talking about like doing a little dance, like talking shit to him. It's like, this guy is fucking hilarious. And, and he's like, he was just so he was so entertaining. He won an HOH too, and I, I would have loved to see Marvin in those final two shares. And when he called, asked Cowboy at the end, "Are you a lying racist or a racist liar?" Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I didn't really like that. I think no, that was they a I, I think they should have taken him out of jury for for saying that. But I'll say this too: like the one HOH where they had like their finger on the button or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And, like, Diane was looking at everybody like, let's just, let's give it to Cowboy. And everybody was in agreement, and they said, Marvin, what do you think? Let's give it to Cowboy. He's like, no, <laughs> not going to happen. And then Cowboy ended up eliminate, getting eliminated, like, 10 seconds later, and he got all upset. And it's just like, you should have kicked the black man in the knees. Jesus. Well... I mean, first of all, you kick anybody in the knees, you're going to let go of pretty much just about anything. Yeah, he should have kicked Marvin in the knees. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah, Cowboy, I thought, was an ass-kissing idiot. Yeah, I didn't he like. A, he was a yes man. He yeah. had no backbone. I didn't enjoy Cowboy at all. I thought he was very annoying. No, but Nicomas was really Nicomas is great and special and different and, like, just really interesting. She was a very unique individual. Yes, and that w- w- made her so fun to watch. Yes. Because she, like, and she was kind of awkward, too, and that's why, I like, I love her. I on Diane. Yeah, Diane was cute. She was just way too whiny and bitchy yeah. and. And but she's another one like the, the poor women that got used by a guy to the end and thrown away and it sucks. Yeah. And that's to be happened. honest with you, I actually I actually wanted the final two to be her and Marvin. Like I thought that would have been fucking hilarious. Yeah. That would have been great. Uh, remember when Marvin kissed her to piss Drew off and it worked too. Yeah. Because he knew Cowboy. He's like, I'm gonna go and kiss her on the cheek in front of Cowboy. Cowboy's gonna stooge like he usually does, and then he did. And it, and, and it caused strife between Drew and Diana. And that might be one of the reasons he didn't take her. So that's hilarious. And, uh, nice job, Marvin. You ruined a relationship, you son of a bitch. When Marvin got evicted and he had the one blonde lady, like he's like, come here, walk with me. <laughs> then he was just like, did a badass walk out the house with a girl on his side. Right. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen. I, I, I really, I did like that season, so I would put it in fire as well. Okay. No, no, we can put it in bussin'. DB5. Yeah, I'd say bussin' too. All right, next up. Uh, we might as well just say this one. Last year, 23. Eric put it at Superbank of bussin'. I disagree. Oh, no. Was it important? Yes. Yes. Did it like mean a lot? But yes, it, I, it, all I agree that. that last season everything that happened should have happened. Yes, I'm, I'm going to preface that that yes, it should have happened. Yeah, am I glad it happened? Not really, because it made for boring television. Well, who yeah. wants in a competition in a competition show where everybody's stabbing each other in the fucking back? 
Who wants a group of six fucking people to stay loyal to one another? Yeah, it made it very boring, and because majority alliances always aren't that fun. But but it was a very strategic. It was a strategic game. Like the entertaining parts that were there is when Tiffany's kind of explaining her game in the diary room and saying, "Well, this is what we're going to do. This is what I want." She was really the mastermind of the right. group. Right. She really was. She was the brains, and I, I I'll tell you, like last year, I hated her gut. Well, you two know you were sitting yeah. in the room with me. I hated her guts. Uh, like, I thought she was a no-good bitch, but then, like, really thinking about it, and then, like, listening to her, because she handles the live feed uh, segments for uh, the Winter Circle podcast. Yeah. But listening to her talk, it's like, she's a very smart, articulate woman. Like, she is the brains, really. Yeah. She might be a feisty bitch. Yeah. But, you know, she is very, like, I really do think she has a good heart. Yeah. She's very genuine. Now, am I happy? Was I happy when she got evicted last season? Yeah, because I wanted to see somebody else win it. The only entertaining moment was when Kyle got Kyle got blindsided, and then he yeah. brought up Xavier's nephew and shit, yeah. and then like shit got real for a second. And then Julie's like, "Kyle, Kyle, get the fuck out!" <laughs> and she's yelling. That was a really good moment, a big moment. Besides that, it was just here's our targets for the week. This person's going to go up with them, and then we're going to take. This yeah, and it out. played out the way they planned it from the beginning of yeah. every week. And but that makes something that not made fun. it very boring. Yeah, it makes it boring. So I, I would I'd go busting because it was a very important. I, I would say the same thing too. It did mean a lot, and it needed to happen. And. It yeah. was long overdue for a black winner. We should have had a black winner way before. This show is set up with too much bullshit, just putting in a token minority, and, and then fucking the white people quickly going against them and evicting them. There has been some racial biases in the show and some bullshit in, in the past that are fucking... It all shines a light on how America was and how right. people were. And, and it's not right. It's not okay. And I'm glad that shit's changing, and it and it should change. But yeah, no, I I agree. Like that season, like like you said, it needed to happen and all that. But you know, with the bo- uh, it was just boring to me. Just yeah, because majority of everything lines... went according to plan. Yeah, and that's boring. I and trust me, like if nothing ever goes according to my plan in my life, I don't want it to go according to anybody else's plan either. Right. Well, there you go. All right. What's the next one? Uh, Derek X was. Uh, underrated player from that season. Yeah, which by the way, he's on the Amazing Race right now with his uh, with his girlfriend Claire. Yes. I don't know. I just think he was. He didn't do much of anything. Okay. He thought he was a great player, but he won the competition. He did. He was a comp beast for a while, but he got taken out pretty early. Like he was second injury. What the big yeah. big Derek? No, no. Derek oh, X. Derek X. Okay, yeah. yes. You're right. Derek F did not, not do it. Derek, I, I agree with you. I thought he said Derek yeah. F. Yeah. Derek F, yes, was an exceptional player. Yeah. It, it, he would have... That, that he almost got cards and letters. And that was the only thing that it's like, because... I mean, he was a big threat, too, so they got him out. Right. But I would have liked to see him go a little I would have liked to see him go further. Derek F., I would completely agree with you on that assessment. He did not do a damn thing. He was entertainment, and that was it. Yeah. And even, yeah, he was funny, but his comments about dragging Oz into the end at the end were getting a little much. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, that just shows he had no idea how to do jury management. Yeah. 
Well, he, yeah, because he had the, the... Even Julie said she's like, he doesn't realize that he needs Oz's vote at the end. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. That was your closest person in the house, and now you're just going to be an arrogant dick to them? And, like, she would have taken him no matter what. Right. And then at the end, she's like, you know what? I'm going to take X. I'm going to take uh, Xavier because I think he's a better person. And it's like, that's why you can't be a dick. All right, we'll do season 14. Uh, Eric says that it's uh, bussin' mid because uh, they could have done without the coaches switch or anybody returning. So Eric really doesn't like returning players. Well, I, I'm putting it in super mega bussin'. I think he's an idiot. So I've been telling you that for years. Yeah, he's your friend. Well, that's I've been telling you that for years. That he's my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Don't no, bring that... people in your life if you're gonna bitch about them. <laughs> BB14 is probably one of the greatest seasons of all time. Yeah. Ben really played his game, and he played a messier version, which was very interesting and fun. And him About how he was able to get out of the messes, though, too. Dan's funeral is probably the greatest moment in the show. Brittany brought her sass and hilariousness back, and her big sister, little brother relationship with Ian was very endearing. Uh, Ian was like the underdog of the season and this kind of little nerdy kid. Now we find out he's on the spectrum too, which is even more like hugely impressive. And, uh, he fucking, he was just like this little kid playing and he was fucking making it happen. And the fact that he got rid of Boogie, he got rid of Boogie. He masterminded against one of the bigger masterminds, uh, Boogie getting evicted. You know, Janelle was back too. uh, who's the other coach? Uh, Brittany Dan. and Dan, yeah, 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 and then those four. Frank Udi, that was his season. He won America's Favorite. He deserved it. People yeah. rallied behind him and loved him. But like with it was Ian, and he gets that boogie, and then later on, he put up the girl he had a crush on. Yeah, poor Ashley. You remember that? Probably the at least one of the dimmest people ever yeah. on the show. I mean, she she looked like a sweet girl and all that, but and, she was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, but her and, dream and God bless Joe. Yeah, it, Joe was amazing. Oh my God, Joe the when he when he just pointed like he could not talk because he was out of breath from the competition, yeah. and he's just like, well, nobody can see me, but he's like, her, 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 her. Yeah, I, I loved it. and his diary rooms where he was screaming at everything was hilarious. Right. When he's just like, Ian told me to pop a squat. <laughs> and he just, like, he reminds me of, like, you if you were in the diary room. He was yeah. always fucking yelling. Like, even his family told him to stop yelling when they did their segment, like, talking about him. And it, it was, Joe was amazing. Dan played a great game. And I talked about this on a rivalry episode. Dan versus Frank was, like, one of the best rivalries in the show to me. And them kind of, Frank, like, I got to get this guy out and my back's against the wall every week. So I'm the underdog. I got to keep fighting, fighting, fighting. That was awesome to watch. And Dan, like, well, this guy's like a fucking hemorrhoid and I can't find the right cream to get him off. And I got to keep, like, finding ways to do this. And the quack pack was fun. Poor Danielle, he used that girl to no end. Oh, I know. I, I, felt, I felt bad for her. Yeah, she got just completely manipulated the whole game. And I, I, I felt bad for her, too. She really trusted in him. And he really was just fucking dragged. She got her boyfriend down. He said that she's dead to him at the funeral. Like, he really fucking laid it on her. But he, you know, you can't deny how good he was. 
And a lot of people say he got – I don't think he got robbed because Ian did the better jury management, and Ian won some comps and mastermind boogies eviction stuff. So Ian deserved the win. Which, by But the way, it was a bitter jury. And by, by the way, like, Boogie was not happy uh, with Ian – like when he got evicted or whatever, but yeah. like seeing the video, he's just like, all right, yeah, the kid got me. Yeah. Like he was proud. It was like he was a proud papa. Yeah. But no, I agree with you. Super mega bussin, Eric, you're a boob. And Brittany doing the telephone thing against oh, Boogie was probably was hilarious. <laughs> hey, Janelle, Boogie's not here right now. Would you like to leave a message? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but she laughed like the, the one bully from The Simpsons. Yeah. She she was so good. She is by far one of my favorites ever, but yeah, it was nice seeing her again. I wish she would have stayed longer, but someone had to be a casualty of the funeral, and it had to be her, apparently. I guess, yeah. Kind of. It was sad. All right. Next up, let's do a season that I know uh, you thought was very underrated. Season four. Okay. Well, you had the couple's twist. Yeah. And... You had Allison, the infamous Allison. He's, she's one of Eric's favorites, and her sleeping around the house. And you know, she, I, I believe she was in. She got in bed with every single male in the season at some point. Well, that explains why she's Eric's favorite. I, I don't know if they, I don't think they did anything, but she got in bed at least and was hanging out. Uh, Allison played a really good game though, and June, who is just just no nonsense. Her and G were really fun to watch for me. Yeah. And like this couple's like, all right, we're working together, but we do hate each other, and it's like it's an act that we hate each other, but we also actually hate each other. But we're working right. together too, and it was it was, and they would talk to each other in Korean, and to and no one knows what they're saying, which I thought I think is a pretty that's a I mean good strategy in the Big Brother house. Yeah. Yeah. So. June was cooking for everybody, and she she was fun. Uh, she was probably the best floater to have ever played the game. Floated all the way to the end, and even used Allison kind of being a little promiscuous against her in the end. Uh, I, I really like G, and him taking the PB&J from every – or making everybody eat PB&J for a week and everyone flipping out was hilarious. Uh, the old man of that – who was the older guy that – uh, the, Jack? Yeah, that ha- was looking into the Kennedy thing the whole time. And he was really obsessed oh, yeah, with John F. F. Kennedy. He was, he was a former FBI, FBI, right? Yeah. He was amazing. He was fun. And him and uh, who's the chick? Who's the girl that Allison screwed over at the end? The girl from All Stars. Erica. Erica, yeah. Him and her were a fun relationship. Erica was pretty fun during that uh, season. And yeah, I, I put it in. Eric, Eric puts it in uh, fire. I'm going to agree with you just because I go bust. Eric and I as a couple, we're not supposed to agree on anything. Let's do two more. Okay. So I got to make them good. Yeah, uh, but but the X's twist, I think they should do that again. That was fun. I, that was actually fun. All right, so let's do season twenty. One of the best modern seasons of Big Brother there's ever been. Uh, By the way, Eric does say uh, super mega bussin'. It is super mega bussin'. For for various reasons, Tyler played one of the best games. He sh- he would If he didn't come back for All-Stars, he would have gone down as one of the better players. Uh, Casey played a really good game, and she really won comps to the she end. She was a comp beat. 
JC was one hell of a manipulator. A manipulator, and he was hilarious. The whole Faute alliance and how bad they were at the game was very entertaining, and them getting one-upped every week was hilarious. Yeah. Swaggy C was a personality. I couldn't stand him. Yeah. yeah. I thought we were going to have to deal with him all fucking season, and then yeah, he gets uh, second. He's the second one evicted. I really liked Sam. I thought she was funny, especially she when was. she was quitting smoking and she was going nuts. Yeah. And she's like, come on, JC, why don't you jump down here and I'll catch it, you little son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was fucking hysterical. Yeah, she was going, people really thought she was like going crazy, but she, she, she was fun talking about beating people uh, like a government mule and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, feel like everybody wanted to get rid of her. It's like they fucking evict her. Yeah, Sam, Sam was a lot of fun. Uh, JC was a lot of fun. Fessy and Haley. Brett and his arms like a honey glazed ham. He was super entertaining. And then don't. Rockstar, which very annoying. How her and Brett were hilarious. How her and Brett never ended up uh, sleeping together. I have no fun. <laughs> like I was waiting for it. Yeah. I was just like that. That's what's gonna happen. Like there's this uh uh the the show the nanny. Like there uh the well, they won't they. The, the butler and the one like public secretary or whatever the fuck like they like Niles always made fun of Cece right all the time and then it, there was actually an episode where the two of them were in bed together I was actually waiting for that to happen with Rockstar and Brett uh, but no I would agree so Eric said super mega button is that what you're saying too what, Super Mega Bowl? Yeah, I would say yeah. so. I'd say so. Okay. I think it was one of the best modern seasons. You had entertainment, you had good competitors, so yeah. Right. And every you had a likable cast for once. You don't get that a lot nowadays. Uh and even like the villains were like entertaining villains. So like Angela was she was very bitchy, but she was entertaining. And she was so she would piss everybody off. Fessy was a lovable goof, so yeah. Super mega boss. What's our last one? Okay. Uh, we have enough for a part two, right? Yeah, we have because uh, we didn't do the first three. We've done eleven. We're about to do twelve. Okay. Uh, so then we'll have twelve left. Let's end it. Seventeen. That's one of your favorites. Well, that's why I picked it. So I'm sh- assuming you would go Bustin' or Super Mega Bustin'. I would because there was like so much. See, because it started out, and that was like the first ever season that I had watched. Well, no, the first ever season I had watched full was 20. Yeah. And then like when we went back and binged everything, like I actually sat down and watched 17. Mm-hmm. And, like, at first I rooted for Austin because he's a wrestler and all that. And then I found out he's, he is Duchasaurus. So, like, not really a fan of his. I really liked Vanessa. I thought she played a messy game, but for some reason nobody had the balls to take her out. Yeah. Except for Becky. Tr- Becky and Johnny Mac tried, but then, like, why the hell did it? Like, was it because of Liz and the tw- or Austin and the twins that everybody decided, no, we're going to get Shelly out instead? Yeah, I think they were scared of Austin and the twins. I mean, the twin twist was entertaining and interesting when they tried it again. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, because, like, 
Becky backdoored Vanessa or attempted to backdoor, yeah. you know, put her up. And then all of a sudden, like everybody was going to flip. And I'm Austin and the twins had something to do with that, right? Yeah. Well, they said, no, they put the kibosh on it. They, they wanted her to stay. And that's what kind of saved Vanessa. So it was funny when she fucked Austin over in the end, which was a hilarious blind. So Austin getting blindsided without. Shooting. I thought it was the greatest fucking <laughs> thing on the face of the earth. He was so upset. He was such a pussy, bitter jury member too. But I, I liked Austin and the twins. I think I might have been the only one. Steve was fun, and he yes, a lot of people say he's a discount Ian because he's another nerdy type, but he did play a good game too, and he got out the big fish of Vanessa. Vanessa played one of the best female games of all time with her poker face, and to me, I thought she was a little dramatic sometimes and a little giving away too much shit, but she played really good. James was lovable, and his little pranks on people were great. Him and Meg were fun, and their will they, won't they, and uh, him calling Meg grandma and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac <laughs> is probably the best character of that season. Yes. He should have won America's Favorite. James ended up winning. I mean, I was okay with James winning, but it should have been Johnny Mac. Yeah. Johnny Mac. <laughs> fucking. He was such a goofy guy. Yeah. He was so goofy, and he just owned it. And he was, and he was the one guy that would tell you whatever. But that's is, you know, Vanessa you're not coming after like, me. Oh, no, and you did not come up with that. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, yeah, like I really, like I really out. want you the fuck out of this house. Yeah. No, no, he couldn't have done that. <laughs> it's like okay. But like I, I brought it up earlier on, like when, uh, you know, Clay was making Vanessa upset, and it's just like because she thought that Clay was putting all that stuff in Johnny Mac, and. J- Clay's looking at Johnny Mac, and he's like, why would you throw me under the bus? And he's like, dude, I didn't. Like, I, like, no, I'm saying I did it. Yeah. And then James comes up to Clay, and it's just like, dude, you're three foot nine. <laughs> he's six five. He's a professional. He's a college football player. He's going to beat the fucking shit out of you. Clay was talking shit. No, Clay was talking. James said, fuck you. Yeah. I respected that. No, I did did too. I just, again, I brought it up earlier. It's like, okay, you're going to stand up to a fucking 6'5 college football player, but you're going to falter under the pressure of some douchebag with a bad haircut from New Jersey. (laughs) And and that was was the only thing that I didn't like about that. And it's not that I didn't like it, but it had some cringy showmances, especially Clay and Shelly. Oh, my God, that was awful. And even Austin and Liz to a degree, because Austin had a girlfriend at home. I, could, I, I couldn't stand either, any one of the four of them. Yeah. But, like, and, but the funny thing is, Austin was able to get himself out of the hole in week five, and unfortunately, Jason got evicted. Yeah. One of the more underrated, the only... One of the only things I don't like about that show is a lot of the good ones left pre-jury. Yeah. A lot of the – like, Audrey was entertaining with her fucking spinning everything against each other and pissing everybody off. And the first transgender to ever be on the show. And uh, Jason was fucking hilarious and him fucking calling everybody chick and stuff like that. Davon was pretty fun. So like a lot of the entertaining personalities got taken out early. Yeah, I mean the only ones that should have got that got taken out early that should have was that Jeff from Amazing Race. Yeah. And uh, the kid that ran outside naked. Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
But um, forget about Jace. But yeah, no. So like the ones that made it into jury, like I thought Jackie was useless. Uh, like it, like why the hell is she? So, why do you like her? She was the Amazing Race chick, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I liked her, like because I thought she was, I thought she was cute, but I didn't think she was a good game player. Although she did win an HOH, but lost it on Battle of the Block, right? Yeah, something like that. Forgot about Battle of the Block. That was a dumb. Yeah. All right, so Eric puts it in fire. I'm going to agree with him. Okay. I did really like that season. I don't know if I'd go... Oh, fire? Yeah. Oh, so it's not super mega bust. No, yeah, I agree. Eric. Yeah, Eric put it in fire. All right. All right. That's what we got. And Super Mega Bossum, we have BB-10, BB-14, and BB-20. And Fire, we have 24, Season 6, and Season 17. And Bossum, we have BB-18, BB-5, BB-23, and BB-4. We don't have anything in mid. We don't have anything in ass. And discussing, we have BB-22. All right. We need to talk about some shitty ones next time. Yeah. Uh, Well, we left out a lot of the shitty. I, I wanted to... Because the season finale is tomorrow night, I wanted to, you know, uh, just talk about the good ones. Go on a high note. Yeah. Who's going to win tomorrow? Uh, knowing, going, by, going by what I think I know, or what I think is going to happen after that final age of age, I'm saying Turner. Okay. Sure. Um, Taylor. All right, she's sticking with my girl. I'm well. I guess I'll go Monty then, because I did pick him in the beginning. Obviously, we know who I want to win. Yeah, but I, I'll stick with my Monty pick, because then that's the first time I can say I picked someone at the beginning and they went all the way to win. Even though I haven't liked him the whole time, I did pick him in the beginning. So right. I'll stay with Monty. No, I think to be honest with you, well, first of all, I think anybody that takes him to the final two. He's an idiot. It is extremely stupid because he's done. So if Monty were to ta- if Monty were to win yeah. and take him to the final two, then take, take, you're talking about Turner, right? Yes, okay. and take Turner to the final two. It would be stupid because Turner has more on his resume. Right now, yes, a lot of those moves were made because people told him to make them, but nobody told him to give the anti-bullying speech. Right. Which obviously nobody listened to. But uh, he's just, uh, to me, and I like Turner. Like, I know everybody's kind of soured on him, but I still like the guy. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. I, for, I don't know. Well, that, I give him an A plus for the muffin thing. Oh, I feel myself drawn, I feel myself drawn to dipshits, so. Yeah. That makes me feel good. Spend most of your time with me. <laughs> You're the smartest dipshit in the world. Appreciate it. You want to do the plugs? Sure. Uh, all right. Listen to Boxman and Smart, the wrestling outlet, Wednesdays on YouTube, 10, 15, 10, 20 Eastern time uh, on YouTube. Then Sundays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube for uh, Hollywood Hangout. Listen to us. Friday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time for the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. It's Friday night. We're going to be talking Lex Luger's Top Town Moments and Matches. The poll will be going up very shortly. 
as soon as I do my laundry uh, for uh, for that particular episode of Lex Luger's Top 10 Moments and Matches. Uh, it'll be called Facebook.com slash group slash old school wrestling next Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern time, unless we decide to do it on, uh, unless we decide to do it earlier in the day, unscripted, unlimited. Next week, we're going to do something a little different. What? We're actually going to be talking about the movie, The Replacement. It's football season. It's a football movie. That was a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah, it's on uh, HBO Max. So they never made a cartoon out of it? No. Never did a sitcom? Nope. Holy shit. You know how I I said we were doing something different. I'm proud of you. Uh, No, it's football season, and I think it's a football movie that we have, like, the easiest access to because it's on HBO Max. Gotcha. So... And I really do like that movie. This Keanu Reeves. Yes. Gene Hackman. Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman. Yeah. Uh, John Favreau's in it. So is, uh, anyway. Uh, I like John Favreau. Yeah. Oh, Orlando Jones, who was really big back in the early 2000s. Uh, so, oh yeah, so that'll be, uh, that'll be fun. I actually can't wait to, re- uh, to watch it again. All right. Tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Daniel and Mindy for the Stabcast. Uh, you guys are doing a butterfly effect, right? Yeah. The first one or the second one? The first one. Okay. And then Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Daniel... Top 10 greatest artists of all time on the web cave with me and Bobby Lovewell. Okay. Then make sure to check out our buddy Sean and Elite Diplodoc on YouTube and Twitch and uh, Elite Diplodoc Elite Squad on Facebook. I think I got that right. Uh, and then I think that does it. All right. I don't have to plug hard hits this week because they're still on vacation. All right. Have a great one, and I'll see you around, dude. All right, yeah. I'll be around when you need me. This was a fun time. And when you don't. This was a fun time. <laughs> yes, it was. Thank you.